Blog Talk Radio. to you, Brickhouse Fantasy Radio, coming via the IFM Sports Radio. Uh, DC, you with me? What it do, babe? There it is. Good morning, man. You ready for fantasy football this week? No, we in there like swimwear. These games are pop off. Yes, yes, they are. Um, Well, we're going to get rolling this morning. Just go over some notable injuries and... um, if you will, you know, let me know about uh, which one of these games you might be ready to pick for uh, Sunday morning. Sunday, okay. 1 o'clock, we've got games coming up. Um, let's get rolling, maybe. Uh, we're taking callers, and you can also message us uh, on Instagram. Uh, search Brickhouse Fantasy Radio, and you can send in a couple of couple of questions and be happy to uh, answer those for you. So it looks like 1130 reported is out. Um, 11, okay, good. Yeah. From what I can tell, it, it looks like Hopkins in, Henderson out. Do you see the same thing, Commission? Yes. Okay. Yes. Like that, is there anything? Even the Hopkins in was making, was, was making me nervous at first. Is, is there anything even close I mean, to those two? Like that leaves something out? Uh, not really, no. I mean, this the report, as of what we were discussing, you know, last night and today, it's, uh, we're getting some positive, we got players playing. I mean, everybody yeah. knew McCaffrey yeah. was out, so. Yeah, yeah, old news, Thursday. Yeah, yep. Um, Jackson, is he playing? He's, he's, he's not on any injury report, correct? That was the Not other that name. I'm aware of. You know what? We discussed the illness. You know what? That's why we got computers and whatnot. Let's take a look. And it's at 11:30, sir. Guys, we're all waiting for that magic. It's, it's to all, hit it's right all here. Right the, the info's three minutes old. Like I don't feel responsible for not being fully up to speed on it at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. So let's take a look. So, folks, I mean, Lamar Jackson, the questionable all week. I think everyone. Like, I don't think anyone preemptively benched him, but let's take a look. Oh, still questionable. Ooh, really? Interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think this is a troll job. Yeah, that's fine, and that's fine. Well, let, let's call it that just because yeah. 
Uh, it's Lamar Jackson. He's, he yeah, wants, I mean, so, he wants to... so here on the Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, he's reporting Lamar Jackson expected to play. All right, good. Good. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay, so for games right now, uh, Cleveland, Chicago, you talked about maybe some of these over-unders. You got uh, any thoughts on this game? Who takes this one? Is there any uh, any shocker going on here with the Cleveland situation? I don't know what to do spread-wise with this game because I don't know what Justin Fields is going to be. Um, my instinct is usually to really look close at taking the under on any Cleveland game. So there's nothing about this game that's in, like, maybe my top five picks in a week. Okay, but, okay. But who, like, who did you, you were seven. talking about picks? Who did you? Who were your top five picks? I I like Washington plus seven. I, I heard one of the expert level sharps out there this week telling me that um, teams coming off more than three touchdown shutout victories don't cover the following week. Some type of historical trend. So I'm like, okay, the smart guy says don't take Buffalo right now. Plus Washington okay. getting seven points. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I, you know what? I like the Bengals plus two and a half. I, I'm, I'm, Pitt, Pittsburgh lives in the show-me state until either Roethlisberger starts throwing or T.J. Watts playing. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I like Colts-Titans under 47 and a half. Cardinals-Jaguars over 51 and a half. And uh, second round of games here, I like I like Dolphins Raiders under forty five. Ooh, Dolphins Raiders. Okay, that one's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, just some fun stuff for for the folks out there with their little gambling tickets. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta respect the guys with the gambling problems. Hey, <laughs> count me in. So, yeah. <laughs> so now. I mean, just the, the the fantasy matchups of the day, one of the biggest ones is, is that Cardinals game, I would think. Like, I'm expecting points to be scored there. Okay. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, last week I thought points were going to be scored Rams-Colts. So, what do I know? <laughs> I mean, listen, man, this is, uh, this is all stuff to consider when you're really trying to lock it in. You know, how yeah. much faith you have in – and the guy you're gambling with. Um, I wanted to bring up a couple of moves. I guess they were late night type of moves uh, for my team. That was just a should I gamble? Because I'm I'm hurting. So I'm going to ask you a quick piece of fantasy advice here. What do you think? I've been struggling with the Mike Davis thing. We've been talking about it. Um, he's gotten me that like eight eight to ten you know nine points uh so yeah usable at least it's not a, the goose egg but Javante Williams kind of talked about maybe him getting a little bit of a push going up against the Jets I want to start Williams over Davis do you think that's do you think that's crazy I certainly don't think crazy I, I mean like, to be disillusioned with Mike Davis at this point in time isn't out of this world, you know. I mean, you know what? The guy averaging nine points a game sounds ugly. Now, with the way 
how scarce running back points are, it's not as bad as it sounds. Okay. Especially for a guy that got nine and then nine on the way to his average of nine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like that's, that's yeah. safe. So there is that. Um, now, Denver, you know, if you want to give any Denver player a Jets bonus this week, that's fair. Um, but I would also say giving a Falcons guy a Giants bonus this week would be fair. That's why it was tough, man. It's the matchup. It's yeah. It's the twenty sixth against the run and the twenty third against the run. I mean, it's both. It's kind of neck and neck. Um, Williams it seems like a riskier play, um, just because of Melvin Gordon there. But I would say that the Mike Davis. Uh, issue is every once in a while the Giants defense can surprise you. I feel like the Jets defense would is not going to surprise as much today. You think that's that's crazy? I mean, I I, I don't want to pretend to know. Okay, all right, that's fine. I just wanted to talk about yeah. it because sometimes just thinking about it out loud. Like, yeah, like I, I I started to answer and then I thought, you know what? me pretending to know. So I'll shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, that between him him and the and tight end situation, Johnny Smith has been a little rough. Made a little yeah. move, see if I could try the uh tight end from, from from Arizona. But that was us just in the sheer sense that maybe Hopkins does not play. Then I thought that would be a better upside. He, he was seven for seven, you know, yeah. decent amount of yardage. Maybe they go to him if they don't have Hopkins out there. I know Rondell Moore is going to be probably crushing it, but and Christian Kirk, right? He, he, yeah, he's a professional yeah, yeah. football player. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a tough, tough couple of hours this morning contemplating whether or not to. To, to leave them, put them in, or what? But I've been waiting for that injury report, man. Love Javante Williams is a strong upside play. I don't hate it. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I did notice too. Um, we have pretty fun game in the uh, Bills, uh, Washington. That's that. Washington football team. I still almost called them the old, you know. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Me you too. know, I live in. Yeah, I almost did that. Okay. Almost did that. Sorry to anybody. I, I, I still it think the Raiders play in Washington. I thought about it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just rooting for Josh Allen at this point, so I was <clears throat> kind of excited about that. The I think the fun game today was really going to be the Chargers Chiefs. Um, I think that could potentially have some. Some fun plays. The scoring of you know the wonderful Patrick Mahomes. You know that that was one. That was one where I looked at the over real close, and I thought, you know what? Sometimes division rivals like to kick kick each other in the teeth when you least expect it. You know, so I, I stayed away. But that that was one where the over, I think, what was it, fifty and a half? Yeah, that's not even 50, that high of an 51. over. Like like it seems like a good play, but I, I just thought, you know what? There's a division rival thing. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah, yeah. And the 1 o'clock stuff, too, is a little different. I think 
sometimes the prime time draws a little bit of craziness out of some of these teams. The one o'clock, it's just the, the just the grind. Just go at it. Okay. See if you get the win. So, so um, you're saying you might feel more comfortable betting it over in a night game? I, I, honestly, yeah, I, I think I, I think I would. I think it's kind of that slow down, just air it out. Um, I, I think that that could be a thing. Okay. I wish we could like actually get a side by side of you know which one week a team could actually play each other at one o'clock and then and then on prime time see what happens. Or just a blind a blind study of who who covers the overs like <laughs> night right. night games versus one o'clock games or even like like when you first say it I'm like you know what sometimes Thursday games are a little ugly. Yeah, yeah. Right. So like. Sunday and Monday, like, my gut tells me you might be right. Take the over most Sunday and Monday night games. Thursday night, like, man. I know mm. the last couple have gotten kind of high up, but, I mean, doesn't it seem like for the last five or eight years that we've been watching every week Thursday night football, so sometimes it's kind of the teams look like they wish they were playing on Sunday, right? Yes, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Is that it, it, it seemed, Especially last season, it seemed like – we got maybe two or three like high high scoring games on a Thursday, so most of it seemed like a, a lot of the low end. Uh, you would be winning if you took the unders. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We should study this stuff, huh? Like pretending we know. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about the Thursday game? Yeah. Uh, you said you said you watched. I, I uh, you I, you also were telling me weren't you telling me a little bit about uh, offering some some advice up I mean <laughs> yeah so so buddy of mine he had he had Ben Roethlisberger didn't really okay. want to play him against Cincinnati okay. on the road and his other quarterback that he drafted was Tua he since dropped him on the IR you know yeah and Even then with the IR being three I weeks think, this, I this think year. so this fellow had mm. Mayfield going against the Bears like the options on his roster were Mayfield or Roethlisberger. And he didn't really want to play neither of them. So I'm looking. I'm like, well, you could chase the Texans and just throw Sam Darnold out there. <laughs> you know? Chasing the Texans, maybe. Uh, you know what? And, and now this fellow has played Mayfield and Darnold in consecutive weeks chasing the Texans and, and gotten the points he needed. He's gotten more points than what he would have got. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to Demetrius there. Yeah. Give us a shout in a bit, man. If you want to go yeah. over anything else. And also, Albert, you want to call back in. <laughs> yeah, go we, We've got a little bit to talk about Jameis Winston, and uh, he didn't exactly give us that trust bump to have the conversation. Appreciate it doesn't you matter, man. Albert's going down in history. First ever caller. Yep. Yep. And look, Darnold finished with 25.1 points. In our in our scoring, uh, I mean that's a pretty good that's a pretty good suggestion, man. Job well done. Job you well know done. what? That's the I would say as far as quarterbacks, you got the Jets, the Giants, and now the Texans. Chase these teams for emergency quarterbacks. Any other position that you can kind of go with? I mean, are you liking that team's defense up against the Texans, or is it just quarterbacks right now? Right now, it's just quarterbacks. Like, anything else, I'm just going to follow, like, how many points has this team allowed to a given position group. But as far as, like, man, these teams are giving up 
above average points to waiver wire quarterbacks every single week. Yeah. Like waiver wire quarterbacks, Bridgewater, Heineke, Mayfield, Darnold. Come on. Yeah. They're professional football players. It's not to disparage their talent. It's just to say these are quarterbacks that can be had on the cheap. Yeah, it seems like this year, I don't know if it's because of the amount of teams at the low end, but it seems like there's been a little bit more of a streaming option or availability with some of the quarterbacks. I mean, we're, we got a 12-team league with 20 roster spots, you know, and, and – and an IR, but usually the the talent starts getting thin pretty quick. But uh, this year it seems like yeah, there's been there's been some decent options. Um, a lot of the guys, the big names that we've been playing and hoping for, like the Matt Ryan's, if you will, kind of fallen off. And there's there's some usable work on the waivers still. So just gotta be paying attention to those matchups, like you're saying. I, chase, that's that's chase what I would say. Chase the Giants. Chase the Jets. Like, I think that this this uh, circumstance you're observing is just a product of what the schedule makers did for the early weeks of the season, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, think about, like, all those... You think this is intentional? I don't think it's intentional. I think, I think it's an unintended result of how the schedule fell. Okay. Like, like in, in any year, all those quarterbacks are going to be available either very late in your draft or waiver wire week one, week two, right? Yeah. Bridgewater, Darnold, Mayfield, Heineke. So, <laughs> it, you know, it, it's just a coincidence to me that all these guys happen to be playing these teams right off that in the early weeks. Going to make. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe Heineke's good. You know what? Maybe, maybe he's good. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Heineke. Did you get Tyler or Taylor? I don't even Taylor, know. Tyler, yeah. Maybe <laughs> feel free to uh, feel free to message us if you have something negative to say at Breakout Fantasy Radio on Instagram. <laughs> maybe it's maybe, maybe it's Tony Tony Heineken. I don't know. I it's... <laughs> that would be so funny. Get a message from him like, bro, stop talking about me. I got a game. Leave me alone. Right? Oh man. <laughs> well, you know what? You throw up another game like you did against the Giants. Maybe I'll remember your name. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> Mr. Heineke, you have <laughs> radio. It's too early for this. This guy's like, man. <laughs> All right. Um, this is fun, man. Episode two. What do you think? I mean, so I'm looking at basically any healthy Ravens. You're getting the Giants bonus. You're getting a line. Yes. Bonus. You're getting a line. Yeah, yeah line, line, line bonus. bonus. Line bonus. Yes. Like, Tyro Williams is in my lineup, like, comfortably. And I have another league where, I, I mean, there's only six teams in this league. And I, I really almost played Latavius Murray. Just line bonus. Let's go. Really? I, I stayed away. Okay. I stayed away. Like, but, but I came close. I really did. <laughs> I really no, like that. Lions bonus. Lions bonus. <laughs> and that's all I keep thinking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't you can't deny it. The Lions can put up their garbage points at the end of the game. So 
final score of this one might not reflect what's actually going on. Yeah. But I'm, I do I'm think good. I do think that you with with the health stuff being what it is, I think you get a Lions bonus this week. Lions, Jets, Giants, and Texans. There's now four that we're going after here. Uh <laughs> for the for the bonus side. Defense is kinda lacking a little bit. So yeah, I I can't find any reason to not want to just throw in whoever you got from the Ravens and hope for the best today. So Marquise Brown, healthy. Yep, he was dealing with the ankle stuff. We talked about that um, this week. It was a little nerve-wracking if maybe Lamar wasn't going to play, but this is all just smoke yeah. and mirrors. He'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, th- that was his best game, though. I mean, he's, I know he's probably scored more fantasy points, but he was very much involved, not just with three really long passes. There was a couple of targets I think even he missed. Um, I think there was a lot of looks towards him. He seemed to be more of the safety valve than uh, Mark Andrews even, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know what? Because of the Sunday night game and Monday night game, right, so you get a lot of chance to really just sit down and watch the Ravens so far this year. Yeah, yeah. I like Marquise Brown. You know, in the first two years, I was kind of looking at him like, you know what, you're a good player. I don't know if the Ravens are happy they spent the first-round pick on you. Right. And now, right. like, this year, both games, I'm looking at him like, you know what, that's what a first-round wide receiver looks like. Good for you, buddy. And, <laughs> and, 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 I, and I see Lamar Jackson, like, the way I see him playing is, like, even, even in previous seasons with less success than what he's had two weeks this year, he goes out of his way during games, to just practice chemistry with his wide receivers, almost as if he he knows he can throw to Andrews. Like, he's Lamar Jackson. I think he he sees Mark Andrews open every stinking time and sometimes just says, eh, I'm really good. Let me see if I can hit this other pass. (laughs) You know, and it's funny because he is a good player. He is starting to live up to the draft value there. When he first came out, I was really uh, high on, uh, what, Miles Boykin? Yeah. Because uh, I just thought he was going to be the one that popped, and boy, did I miss that one. That one is, yeah, not not even close. Uh, Mr. Hollywood Brown, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any issues with what I'm saying, just message us. At no, I mean, radio. I, I think we're being totally fair for Marquise Brown. Like, he, he's looked like a good player, not a first-round pick until right now. Right, right. Do you think and, – and it's it's funny because we're looking to see, does he repeat this? And now he's going up against the Lions. So. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's on track to three for three, right? I he's mean, on track to having a – yeah, yeah, kind of getting that respect boost – uh, for for the back to back games, so yeah, that's what, interested you know, the, in that. The two players that have really moved themselves, like just in my personal paradigm of who should I be playing every week, is Marquise Brown and DJ Moore. Those are the two players that through two or for more three games, I'm looking at. I'm like, you know what? You're you're probably a class or a tier higher than what I thought you were while I was drafting a few weeks ago. Yeah, DJ Moore, it's funny, I've never – people have talked about him, and he's actually produced. I've almost been a little hard on him because of, 
either the team situation, not him necessarily, the team situation, the receiver situation. Uh, this year, I feel like he's just going to he's gonna slide. He's going to outperform his draft spot. It, it sure. certainly looks that way. Uh, I, I, I wasn't clear as to how Darnold was going to be doing. I think that's kind of the big question. Um, and even passing-wise, he, he did okay. Uh, he ended up running in multiple touchdowns. So you never really know who's going to be getting it. But, but Moore seems to to be clicking with Donald. Does. Targets, 8, 11, 12. That's 31 targets in three weeks. Right, right. I mean, that's, listen, there's, there's, there's a connection there. There's a little bit of that chemistry going on. And, so. and there's something else, something else that you love. The guy's averaging, I mean, at least in, in this one league that I'm looking at, he's averaging 19.5 points per game. He's only scored one touchdown. That's love. Oof. That's Oof. love. Wow. If a guy is averaging heavy points over a short period of weeks and it's because he scored five touchdowns, like Rob Gronkowski, right? Like, that's a guy you're obviously grateful for the points having been scored, but as far as projecting into future weeks, like, listen, no one scores 18 touchdowns a season, right? So, right, exactly. So, but, but when you see a guy that's averaging close to 20 points per game over a three-week period where he scored one touchdown, that, wow. I'm, I'm looking at that closely. Marquise Brown, DJ Moore, anybody else even like kind of close to that like lower really, mid-tier guys that you think are really going to gonna perform? I, I Not for this week, of, just for the season. I can't think of anyone that's really almost convinced me over two weeks that, man, I was wrong. It's a lot of time. Most of the time, if something unexpected for me happens for two weeks, I'll still say, hey, you live in the show-me state. I want to see what happens next two weeks. These two players, I'm, I'm kind of sold. I'm, I'm saying, you know what? My bad. I, sh- I, like, I wish I had drafted both of these guys around earlier than where they were picked so that I could have them. Okay, can I throw out one name that maybe should be – it's kind of uh, – I, I wouldn't even say comparable, but just one of my names. Yeah, what do you uh, think? Rondell Moore. Oh, he's had yeah. two weeks. He's had two yeah. weeks, fifteen points, and then twenty-eight. Yeah, one. I'm not going to count twenty-eight points as a regular thing out of him, especially with that offense. Because Murray's going to be stealing uh, touchdowns. But I do think that's pretty decent production over. Because you were talking about two weeks and a name that's not really worthy of the twenty-eight points every week. Uh, Definitely a little unexpected to see the volume that he's had. So right. I would just kind of throw him into that that tier of guys where, eh, maybe they produce. Um, wasn't more drafted in our league or no? Was that yeah. just a late pickup? Yeah, uh, no, I did. I, my did brother, right? Draft him? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Him. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so late late round, obviously, but. Yeah, that's just been a name that's been producing pretty well. And he also, another, like like we were talking about, now he's going up against Jacksonville this week. So is that not an opportunity to show kind of that consistency? It's almost an easy one. Like you're talking about, uh, Brown's playing really well, and guess what? He gets the Lions. I think this yeah. is kind of another one like, hey, Moore's doing really good. Guess what? He gets Jacksonville. Oh, definitely. That That's one of my favorite overs. Oh, yeah? You're liking the over on this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because 
You're still hoping Trevor Lawrence throws 51 pass. I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think the Cardinals are gonna hold up their end of of what it'll take to produce an over there. And I, I don't know. I've seen Trevor Lawrence attempt fifty one passes before. Last week was a little ugly against Denver, but like from what I hear, Denver is supposed to have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I mean, so sure. far their fantasy scoring defense wise has been, I guess, middle of the pack, but. I mean, their their head coach standpoint, right? Their their head coach is a noted defensive mastermind, right? Vic Fangio, he, he's he's famous for coaching elite defenses, and and they got the players, man. Like this is a team that's been picking high for a very long time and selecting defensive players almost every chance they get. So yeah. they they got they got the horses, right? Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Sertan, yeah. Bradley Roby. Like they, I mean, there's more. They got guys. Sure. So, I, so maybe Lawrence playing poorly against Denver was a Denver thing, and I'm 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 ready to give that a chance. Fair enough. Fair enough, man. Um, here's another one that I wanted to talk about with uh, Minnesota. Dalvin Cook. That's a, that was a big name. We kind of passed over. Madison right now is got the bump on uh, in the running back department. Uh, I didn't see that he was out, out, out. But game day decision. So, he's going to play hurt. But that's what I mean. Is that is that a gamble that some, something you is, – is that worth – Playing Madison because he's gonna play her and and Cook we've talked about this before Cook is not the best play when he's playing her yes it sucks that he's uh on that like middle ground like is he playing is he not is he playing her okay he's gonna play but he's still hurt that that's always tough I mean there's been a lot of guys that still perform like the Julio's play like that with the injury designator next to their name all the time but. Does Madison have a decent shot at scoring points? They're right now in our league. They're they're projecting him sixteen points. I don't know what to do with that man. Uh, there was, I, I think it was three years ago. I was rostering Dalvin Cook during a season where he suited up with an injury several times, and it was ugly. I didn't like it. Um, I mean, for current fantasy managers rostering Dalvin Cook, I think. When it's week three and you invested that level of draft capital in a guy that we know is good, you have to play him if he's playing. Um, does a Madison manager throw him in the lineup this week? I think that's roster dependent. Would you agree? Yes, yes, yes. But right now, wait, hold on. Uh, it's showing he appears, Cook's appearing unlikely to play. Sunday's game. So it's not official. I think they're waiting. I don't know why it's not an out, but still showing unlikely. Madison seems like the better play to, this week. I'd be I'd be nervous, especially if you had if you if you if you drafted or played it properly as the handcuff. I think that even if Dalvin Cook does play, I think playing Madison is the safety valve. I think that's the safety net you need to be able to 
actually end up with the points. You bring it up in that way, like in that context, because, you know, all the people that we study to prepare for our draft because we think they know things, they kind of build the Alexander Madison as being probably the best handcuff in your draft board. Yeah, and I think that's why this makes it a fun conversation is because yeah. you're still nervous because it's Cook. Yeah, it's freaking Cook, man. You, the guy's a points beast. He's just Whoa. an absolute monster, and nobody wants to watch that. But when you have the two, what do you Dang do? Dang, it feels good. <laughs> Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> I mean, do you feel good or do you feel scared, you know? like No, listen, the, the, the ceiling is going to be lower. So I, I feel safe. That's that's the better word. Not scared. I'd feel safe just playing Madison because if Cook plays, I don't know, if he gets 10 carries, yes, he'll get you a couple of fantasy points. But if Madison ends up finishing with 15 to 20 carries, I mean, goal line work, he's still proven to, to be a, a good fill-in player. So – I don't know. Yeah, I think I think safe is is the way. I think the you'd really need to know, like no, no, that uh, Cook is is gonna play before you're gonna change the roster spot. But if you're doing the handcuff situation, Madison's got to be the one. It's got to be the one in your starting lineup right now. So it's not till four twenty-five. So we might not know until a little later. Um, it might be if you have a flex position that you can fill. With Madison, just in case something happens, well, I'm assuming you don't uh, if you're benching Cook and playing Madison. So, right, it, it, it's it's a, a it, it's the easy one for one. Like they're on the same team, so it, it's not too much strategy involved there. You know, no, not with the same team. I'm, I'm just look, saying, like positions yeah. available. All of a sudden, you find out, oh crap, uh, you need you need another player. Sometimes the timing of the game matters right. where you place okay. that person Agreed. on your roster. Yeah, Sometimes you might have to, to put yeah. somebody in the flex, you know, at a later time just in case that's, something that's happens to them, like you to have it. a few more yep. options. I, li- I like to put my latest possible option in the flex. This way I have the most flexibility as far as if the last-minute injury stuff comes up. Yeah, you don't want to get bit like that. Right. So. I have missed that before. Uh, first couple of seasons I was playing, you know, whoever I thought was the best player in that. Right. Third best running back spot the or something, and then all of a sudden he's down, and I don't have somebody, another running back that's still playing. You know, after the one right. o'clock games are over, you're talking about four o'clock or Sunday's games. What happens if you only have one person available from a Monday game on the waiver or something like that? So. Yes, yes, that, that's that's another. You know, I had another another friend talking to me about Amari Cooper, right? Nervous that he's not going to play, and I'm yes. like, listen, man. This is Amari Cooper. You leave him in your lineup unless you got, like, someone else very awesome to just pull him and put put the other guy in. And what you do is you go find some available Monday night wide receiver, like Quez Watkins, something something easy, right? Okay. Leave that guy on your bench. Leave Cooper in your lineup. And then, if, if, you know, if emergencies happen, then at least you got a guy. Uh, just a just a one for one comparison here. Mike Williams and the Chargers yeah. and Amari yeah. Cooper, both guys have been producing, correct? Yeah. I mean, and 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 good numbers too, not like just garbage. We've got 
nice projections for both guys. Obviously, Cooper and Dak had something. Week one was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. But Mike Williams is one of those where he's keeps producing over projections. Yeah. They're already projecting uh, Cooper higher, so when he does a little bit better, nobody's shocked or surprised or anything. But uh, if you had to gamble, you think leaving Mike Williams in instead of Cooper is good? Cooper's going up against Philly, and as much as I didn't really give them credit, uh, I believe Philly's first or second uh, defending wide receivers. So... Uh, and Williams is going up against Kansas City, which we're kind of hoping for a little bit of a shootout. Um, thoughts? Do you think that's absolutely crazy to leave Mike Williams in over uh, an Amari Cooper? I don't think it's crazy. I I think it's aggressive. Is that okay? Is that like word. is that an understandable way of putting it? Like sure. I, like no, because especially. The the path that the two players have traveled to make it to their current average over the two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we, it's like thirty five and three for for Cooper, and it's like fourteen and seventeen for Williams, right? Something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. So when you're talking about that specific path having been traveled, no, it's not crazy, but I would still call it aggressive. Just in the sense that the name value of Amari Cooper, like we know what he's capable of. Like Mike Williams is still at a point where anytime he plays a good football game, we're like, hey, okay, you, you're a first-round wide receiver. Good for you. Kind of like the, Mike, the Marquise Brown situation. Like it's not as expected as it is when, when Cooper has a big-time game. I'm hoping that uh, we can get the uh... – the, the champ. I'm gonna say that slowly. <laughs> to call in way on on his his two cents about the Cooper situation, but we'll see we'll see later in the show. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. and these guys, Chip right, right, and both of these right, fellas. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and it's funny. It's funny is he's probably thinking, ha ha, they're talking about me. I wasn't. I wasn't at all. It was talking about me in our in our family father's league because right. I got both well, of them I, there. I, I was talking about him because <laughs> yesterday I know I know the designator since been lifted, but yesterday when he and I spoke, he was panicking and he was about to throw Fournette in his lineup, and I'm just like, bro, you can't do that. Like, like you just can't. Like, like in a panic move because Amari Cooper is questionable and not playing until Monday, you're going to go ahead and play Leonard Fournette and that like that. You know what? He's the champ, and I'm not. So maybe I should be talking a lot less. <laughs> um, now, nah, man, I mean, it's it's all it, it makes for fun conversations. That's all. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I know he gets real competitive, and it's hard. It's so hard to, to sit somebody like a super. Dude, I, I mean, you know? the, the I'm I'm afraid to look at that name in my bench lineup. Like that's. That's too much. Right, that's the, that's that like, moment. That's that yeah. moment where you're you're on on Tuesday, you're talking to yourself like, what did I do? He ended up scoring forty two points. So how's, hey, that uh, guess, how's that guest caller line looking? It's looking pretty good. Uh, give me just a second. We're about to take one. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. 
Is this me? Testing, one, two, three. Is this me, yeah. Mike Check, one, two, one, two? Yeah, Mike, Mike Check. Check. Mike Check. And not, not Mike Williams Check, just a regular Mike Check. What's going on? <laughs> What's up, man? How y'all boys doing, man? You know we Good. live and direct. Yeah, yeah. Love and life right now. It's a beautiful Sunday. We've got football. Uh, we've got fantasy. We've got friends. What do you got? I you love got it. I love it. What do you yeah, man, I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I, I thought you were severely talking to me, you know, due to the fact that I got both Coop and Williams. And um, he, he, he was, yeah, he was I was talking to you, and then I, I was, noticed you I were was, in the same position, so that's that's yeah, what I made it fun. Yeah, and uh, I'm I ain't gonna lie, I was a little panicky, had the little Q right next to Cooper's name and stuff. The damn and, red uh, Q, man. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but 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 guy guy told me, you know, just in case it wasn't lifted to pick up another, like, a receiver that's playing on Monday night, which I was looking, you know what I'm saying, but but thank God they they removed that designation off of him. So, so yeah, I'm expecting a good week, a good, a good week for Coop and Dak, even though they project Philly as the number one pass defense. But, you know, that's only two weeks. We're only, t- we're only two weeks, so, you know. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, about the sample the size on that's kind of small, so it's hard to hard yeah. to completely definitively make them the number one defense or pass defense quite yet. Exactly. Well, exactly. Isn't that so, number um, just an average? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's just right. that's a, yeah. two weeks, a small sample size. So yeah. I'm not ready to. to, yeah. to, to, to oh my gosh! Like I need to trade for Philly right now. Like no, that's oh, not. Oh no. no, that's not. That's no, not, not at all. Now, no. what what a question I do have for y'all is okay. the rate Mike Williams is going, do you think he's overthrown Keenan Allen as their number one? Okay, I can handle DC, it. you take that one. Yeah, you take that one first. This, this I, is I a, this is a team question, okay? It's not, I don't think it's that he's overthrowing Keenan Allen as the number one. I think it's that Keenan Allen is a slot receiver. So, I, I mean, we, we have two different types of number ones. We have a fantasy number one, which basically just means any wide receiver that finishes in the top 12 of total fantasy points on the season. That's a receiver one. 12, 12 teams mm-hmm. in the league, top 12 receivers, those are your receiver ones. Now, in football, right, it's a little bit more nuanced. The receiver one is like your classic X receiver that plays on the outside and all the route combinations are designed to free up this player to catch passes. So in that paradigm, Keenan Allen is never going to fill that role. He's a slot receiver. This, this is why having Keenan Allen as an established star at wide receiver, the Chargers still felt it necessary to draft Mike Williams in the top 10 in draft, right? They want that classic X receiver. Now he's playing like that's who he is. So I, I wouldn't say overthrowing. I would just say more like stepping into the role that was intended for him in the first place. Yeah, well, it, I, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I definitely agree with you on that. But, um, I mean, I see, I see the, 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 uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the chemistry, Herbert and uh, 
And, yeah, the potential and also the chemistry building with Mike Williams, you know, like I'm not going to say so much as saying he's his favorite target, but he's, he, to me, he's getting there, you know, not, not saying like Keenan Allen's dropping off because he's still, he's still top flight out here, you know what I'm saying, in the slot. But, but it seems like that chemistry is building, you know what I'm saying, for years to come. So, you know, yeah, I definitely that's, look that's forward I to was, that. I, I, I kind of agree with you on that one, Kelly, because um, the youth, the lack of injuries, I feel like the potential there, I'm going to jump you on that one, chemistry is better. But um, the potential is really there. The, his performance so far this season, that's kind of how you posted the question, is – yeah. Is he not kind of hinting at he could do that? And having agreed as well, there's nothing wrong with Keenan Allen. He's a beast. No, nothing at all. Playing him, you know, but, but yeah, uh, the, the the possibilities seem a little endless. Keenan Allen, uh, like DC mentioned, was is he is that established guy. He's 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 got that role. And I think Herbert has appreciated having him there big time. So he's not falling off. But as the season goes on and maybe some of these guys start getting a little banged up, I could see uh, Williams kind of taking that over a little bit. Just the the main role uh, from a fantasy perspective, not the football perspective like we were just talking about. So I do think that there is a lot of potential there from a fantasy manager's perspective Maybe I maybe he is the name you start throwing in, uh, and and kind of expecting good points. That's why you know I was bringing it up. We're both in the same spot. It's like Cooper, the the Williams. Like, what do you do? It's it's hard right. to sit uh, Mike Williams so, the same way uh, DC saying I don't want to see Amari Cooper's points on the bench. I kind of <laughs> am starting to feel that way about Mike Williams as well. It's like I, I don't like seeing that 15 to 20 points, you know, consistently. And it doesn't look like, it doesn't look like a fluke either. You know, it looks like it's targeted, yeah. it's specific. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of seeing those points on the bench. You know, I, I have this really bad habit where I'm constantly telling my friends how to beat me at things. <laughs> so, the nature of doing fantasy radio and, oh my God. and, and, and playing fantasy football. Everything. I mean, I'll sit there and play spades and tell somebody what card to play. Like, it's bad. Okay. <laughs> now, 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 uh, uh, quick question. Um, switching over to fantasy, as you, as you guys know how late I did get Mike Williams, if, if, if things continue on like it is this season, I know it's very early to tell, but, where does he go? Where does he go next? Fantasy draft? Does he go ahead uh, of Keenan Allen, oh, or does he go yes, close yeah. Keenan Allen? Close, you know. Er, he, well, er, no, he goes nowhere because it's a worse situation yeah. if it stays no, er, the way it is. So he, er, he's not available in our draft. How about earlier that? Earlier in the program, <laughs> early earlier in the program, I was noting Marquise Brown and DJ Moore as being players that were like, at least in my mind, criminally underdrafted. And Commissioner asked me, hey, any other names fall under that category for you? I forgot to tell him Mike Williams. Yes. Okay. All right. Criminally. Add it to the list. But yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah. it is right. a Palm tough, pilot it's a tough material. one for one, which do you play? But uh, when you have 
depth to play both. That's uh, that's looking pretty good. So, so double done. Here we are. We have General George the First going against Foxing It Up, and Foxing It Up is leaving DeAndre Hopkins and Amari Cooper on the bench. That's no, a lot. See, yeah. see, no, 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 no. Hopkins, Hopkins will not stay on the bench. That's Ooh. not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Okay. You know, uh, make sure time's ticking. I know you know guys are hot on this radio. Don't Ooh, get yeah, slide your guys in. I mean, but that. I mean, we're going to wrap it up at, at 1245. But got, it's not, that's not going to stay that way. That's not going to stay that way. I was just anticipating. I set a lineup. For that, oh, what happens if I, I don't know, oversleep until one fifteen, <laughs> and uh, and he's hurt. So right now, Hopkins was projected in this league full PPR uh, was projected sixteen point nine. I have Rondell Moore, uh, who's projected seventeen point nine, and then I'm trying to go. All right, Lockett, and he's another one who I've had on my bench because this is a small. This is this is this is kind of this, you know. Super super league here with the two quarterbacks and only six teams. So we got we got players for days. Um, but yeah, yeah definitely. Talking about watching Mike Williams' points on the bench, I've had Tyler Lockett. You okay. know, averaging yeah. twenty eight points. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, it's, that's I another mean, one that's I mean, tough it's, to it's, say. It's, All right, Hopkins is injured, and it was his ribs. That's let's get into that for just a second because it wasn't. Um, you know, the illness, like we were talking about, smoke and mirrors with the Lamar Jackson injury designator. We're talking about an, a big man who's super aggressive going for the ball and possibly having, like, a rib injury. I mean, hey, it only hurts when I breathe kind of thing. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it, making sure that I didn't put him out and he had three catches for 40 yards and he's pulled from the game. So, What's yeah, that was last night thinking about it. What's the official? I'm trying to look at it now. Like, what is the description about the condition of these ribs? Since you're asking me, what do I think? What what is, what's the official it, word? It's just that it it's a rib injury. They've been real vague about it. Yeah, but that's okay. What, that's the, the reason I'm asking is because on multiple levels, I always kind of assume some type of shenanigans with rib injuries. Like, a, if a player is not interested in playing. They can claim bruised or sore ribs, and this is something they can't confirm or deny via X-ray. Spasms, right, B, right. B, if a team is mad at a player, oh, your ribs are bruised. No one can dispute this. C, guys play with broken ribs. Like, as much as to us regular men, oh, man, yeah, but like, man, hurts when I breathe, right? Yeah, man. See, professional football players play – with moving. multiple broken ribs, it's a thing. Right, but is it going to affect my fantasy roster scores? That's that like w- whether he plays or not is is obviously it's important, but it's one of those where they're they're he didn't practice at all for the whole yeah. week, you know. So yes, they could be mad at him, but yeah. if he would have logged you know one practice at the end of the week, then yeah, no, I'm 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 comfortable. He's going straight in. But when we're when I'm sitting around Saturday night going. Right. Holy crap. What's going on here? Yeah. He didn't practice. There's ribs. Uh, and there's other options in this kind of a right. deep league. And, and, Do I risk it? And and he, even, even like, a little bit more, I don't know, possibly nefarious. We're dealing with the 2021 version of all the COVID shenanigans as far as who's in and who's out. 
Um, generally, I think we all agree that if you're not a famous football player and you didn't get the vaccine, you got cut. It wasn't DeAndre Hopkins one of the more famous names that was saying he's not getting his vaccine? He was. It, did he get it yet? I did, I did hear that, but I haven't heard any, any updates. As I haven't yeah, heard that I where know, that went. No because Cardinals aren't one of the teams that required their whole team to get vaccinated yet. Right, right. So, so also, wait, really quick, just still on the Hopkins thing, though. Uh, looking at him, this is the option. So he's sitting on the bench right now, right? And the other options were uh, Mike Williams, a Rondell Moore, and a Tyler Lockett. Um, they've all outscored Hopkins. Uh, Rondell, Mike Williams did, did 22 points basically both games. Uh, and you get like 15 and 20, I don't know, 27, 28 out of Hopkins. I mean, they're, they're, they're still right there at each other. Um, same thing, same thing. I mean, dude, all three players have either done the same and if not better and are not injured. So when you got depth, I think this is kind of a little, this doesn't apply to the standard, you know, 10 team or 12 team league, but in this kind of situation, yeah, you got a lot of points on the bench, man. I don't, I don't think it's going to absolutely crush me to, uh, to leave him on the bench. I'm not going to because it's Jacksonville, but it's one of those where Saturday night thinking about it and looking at some of the points, it's not too far off. It really isn't, numbers wise. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I mean, your situation is different from champs. You know, goat league is different from brick house league. Oh yeah, yeah. So, they, I don't PPR. Yeah, on that many league, teams. I've I've given up sharing advice with my friends on that goat league just because. Like the options that any given roster is going to have to choose from, like you really have to be smart and know your team. You know, I have a hard enough time setting my own lineup on that league. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, seriously, you know, I got I got Allen Robinson. I mean, the sharps are telling me be patient with Allen Robinson. It, should I play him against Cleveland? I don't know. And then it's an even more challenging question when, you know, what if I wanted to add Marquise Brown and play him? Yeah, that's another. That's that's like the fun gamble. I mean, that's when you're you're getting into fantasy. Usually, I notice we all start doing. And I mean, even in pre leagues, everybody kind of makes like one little gamble, maybe a week, or you know, if they're dealing with the injury. And usually by week five, six, seven, people start, you know, almost like a DFS type of format, start kind of gambling on that random guy, the third, fourth string guy, and they start popping. It usually doesn't happen this early. Week three, you kind of got to hope for for something to, to, to... Direct you there, the major I mean, injury or I'm, a major I'm blowout. To, I'm getting ready to go that route in week three. Like, for example, either Kenyon Drake or Alexander Madison is going to be in my lineup. Madison. That, that's what I'm thinking. Like, the, yeah, only reason it's, the only reason it's right now Drake is the, Madison. like, Dalvin Cook expected to sit. Like, once it's officially out, 
Yeah, Madison. I would say that the reason for for giving Drake the nod would be the matchup going up against the Dolphins. Right. So, but Seattle has allowed the most points to fantasy running backs this season. I mean, and it's Madison. I just, I just have a lot of faith in that guy as the backup. We were just talking. Yeah, about Yeah, I mean, and and, and it's like literally like the, the matchup is bright green. Thirty seconds, like they've allowed <laughs> right green. running backs. Like it, it's, it's yeah. a clean matchup. Like, yeah, Drake gets a, a matchup boost, and and the, my other running back that might play is Chase Edmonds. So I'm really taking this DFS mm. approach already in week three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Kelby? You thinking you think any of the backups here? What about the Drake and Madison situation? Who do you like better? Um, Madison. Definitely Madison. Um, he showed it in the past before and you know, especially if, if Cook is out, Madison would definitely get a bulk a bulk load of uh carries. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty carries, okay. depending on how the game goes. I mean, Raiders are playing Miami. I mean, don't don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't sleep exactly on that Miami defense, man. Like, that, that 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 Miami defense is not is not a slouch, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? They they did lose um they did lose Raekwon, but they're still they're still they're still pretty solid with the run and the pass. You know, and it's hard to say that after what happened last week, but it really, like, the defense played as much as they could. It was the offense that really let them down. So, keep that That's in mind. That's true. That is true. That is true. Mm. Keep that in mind. So Yeah. This is, is, well, I'm sorry to offend because we know you're, you're a Finn fan, so I didn't. I didn't even think uh, yeah. that. Like, well, it's, they're playing against the Dolphins. I'm like, oh, wait. He's yeah, come back. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have to. <laughs> Got to remind guys. I know it's hard to. I mean, and even like like we kind of we 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 touched on this with Denver, like from the opposite point of view, like like we think Denver's defense is supposed to be a one of the better defenses in the NFL. Their fantasy scoring hasn't quite reflected that to this point. Um, I, and so all all I'm saying is Miami has allowed the the one of the higher point totals to running backs, like. Maybe they're good at defense, but shit, running packs are scoring fantasy points on them. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, Kobe. You sorry, Kobe. <laughs> it's a hard subject. It's a hard subject. But hey, you know, we're still one and one. And yeah, we, I can still hope that they beat the Raiders. But we're yeah, just talking about no, how Will oh, Drake oh, score oh. fantasy points. Honestly. Yeah, That's I mean, yeah. you know, it's 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 likely. You know what I'm saying? Especially if if how how Josh Jacobs is going, but it's likely. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta get you, you, you gotta get yeah. some some type of points for the running back, whether it's touchdowns, yardage. You know, Drake catches passes out the backfield, so it's like he'll get some. You know, I I, sure. I I can give him I can give him about 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 a solid ten points. You know what I'm saying? You know, give or take. He's kind of a okay. but if you like if like, you're looking Kenyon like for Drake some is, some boomer, I don't think it's gonna happen. Kenyon Drake is someone that's always been able to put up a wholly uninspiring stat line and still get fantasy points. For example, last week, seven rushes for nine yards. 
finishes with ten and a half points. And this has kind of been true to his character throughout his career. Like, is he actually good at football? No one really knows. But he'll score you points for your fantasy team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we got a we got a we got another caller coming in. Uh, Kelly, you, you you busy? You want to stick around for a few? Uh, um, I think I'm God actually gonna about to, about to get ready in. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll patch him in. We'll hmm. patch him in. All right, I'm patching him in. Let's see what's going on with this guy this morning. <clears throat> He's got something to say. Welcome, happy Sunday to you, Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. What's happening, man? Not so much, man. Hey, uh, I like the trio. Kelby Kelby fits right in, in in this program. Fits right in. Should have more. Well, we just gotta get him to fill out just, his uh, his paperwork so we can ten ninety nine. You know what I mean? That's all we need. Yeah, right. F- fits right in. Fits right in. You guys are yeah. you guys are all knowledgeable. It's it's uh, it's a good show to listen to. I don't know where you guys yeah, are getting all these good. stats and how you're remembering them all, but uh, hey, good job. Thank you. Are, we, are, you, are, you, are you switching your lineup right now after what we've been talking, or no? You're just, you're just no, not at, all. not at all. I was at the Dolphins game last week, so I'm playing two Raiders <laughs> against them just because they simply cannot stop the run. Um, I do like Madison. Uh, from playing him last year when, when uh, Cook went down, he, he produces, and the Vikings are a run-first offense for the most part. So I do like him for consistency more than Drake for sure. But Drake against the Dolphins, I mean, dude, if you watch last week's game, they couldn't stop the run. Like, yeah, they have 24, yeah, 25 was... takeaways in a row, but they're on the field so much because the offense is such exactly. garbage. Exactly. They're tired, man. They're tired and they're getting run all over. You know, they, they the very exactly, first play man. from offense last year, last week was a uh, 40-yard run for a touchdown by Singletary. Exactly. He's not even a great running back. <laughs> you know? So it is what it is. But like I said, I'm playing two two I'm playing two Raiders against the Dolphins, even though that's my team. I just I I think that that's a good play. It's a good play. It is what it is. I think I think I think more to your point too is yeah, they couldn't stop the run, but it it, it also is because they're out there too much. A lot you know, the two exactly. the two the injury and not seeing him get to kinda of pop off. In all fairness, Tua sucks. So it is what it is, man. Like he's just not—he's just not that great. He thinks he's better than he is. He overthrows everybody. He never throws the ball away. He takes sack after sack, losing us yardage, losing us field goal position, losing us everything. He yeah, sucks. Jacoby <laughs> Brissett's not much better. So be prepared for the defense to be on the field for most of the game. What was the time of possession last week? It was like three quarters bills and, you know, quarter dolphins. I, I, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, Gata, and I was talking to Levi about this, just keep an eye on Brissette. Keep an eye on Brissette. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as bad as you think it is. Just keep an eye I mean, I, I watched it. I see that there's promise there. I mean, I like his little sidearm passes he does there underneath the defense. It's, you know, okay. But I sure would like Deshaun Watson. That's all I'm saying. I, hey, hey, we, we, we were talking about that. We were talking about that. Yeah, hide your kids, hide your I, wife. But uh, yeah, we want Deshaun Watson. <laughs> he's the Bill Cosby of quarterbacks, but you know what? He's a good quarterback. It, it, it's up to the justice hey, system to decide whether or not these men are good. Hey, 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 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 And until, until I think he's innocent up, just because I want him to start. Yeah. Dude, let's go. Let's go longest yard. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, let's go Big free. Ben let's still on. plays. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, if this guy was on the Steelers, he would he already be. He would still he, be starting right now. Yeah, but I don't think he was. He was messing. Watson wasn't messing with somebody. Or uh, Roethlisberger wasn't messing with somebody like twenty-two times in that bathroom stall. It was just like once or twice. Oh yeah, just, Watson, <laughs> Watson got twenty-two. Oh, yeah. Watson, Watson oh, got twenty-two of them going. Uh, allegedly, got us. Got us. Allegedly, got us to move to Texas <laughs> the word. so that he could be a juror for the for Deshaun. To help I mean, his fantasy yeah. team. Yeah, just, yeah. Just put him on the team. I, listen, I'll roster Kareem Hunt until the end of time, okay? If you guys want to lock him up, that's your business. If you don't, he's on my team. Yeah, nobody yeah. here is condoning anything that's going on. It's just one of those where it's it's kind of crazy where it's just, ah, you know, we've got a court case and we're going to sit him for the whole season, even while they're struggling and playing this. And other players and then, have played until the 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 – uh, legal process has and, and what, what, progressed well, into the, something more. The the craziness Enough. goes even further. Like we're sitting here, four agreed upon Miami Dolphins supporters are sitting here, like, yo, if we can get Watson on the cheap right now. We should fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna let out. We'll just post the picture at all the massage parlors or whatever. Hey, do not do not enter. Not allowed. It's kind of like getting bounced from Vegas for bro. For even even Bobby Kraft has to, to come down here for all that. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey, Bobby Kraft. <laughs> they caught him on camera. Come on, and he, tra- and he traveled from Missouri to Jupiter and back to Missouri on a game. No, day. he had a home. He has he has a home in Jupiter. <laughs> All right, all right. Hey, let's 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 slide back to fantasy here. Uh, I'm gonna be the, the randomly. I'm gonna be the voice of reason. <laughs> let's uh, really? let's slide back. Uh, so when you put Hopson, when you put when you put Hopkins back on uh, your starting lineup, right? Um, here, right now, yeah. But we're we're gonna we're gonna end up wrapping up the show here at. Uh, about twelve forty-five, twelve fifty. Yeah, um, if you guys and... go set your lineup, I'll hang with the guys, bro. We're good. <laughs> I, I got it. There you go. I, I've got everything up. I think I've got seven screens up in front of me right now. We can we can make the swap, but just waiting to make sure that uh, there's nothing fun or fancy or squirrely happening here. But yeah, man. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Well, uh, I gotta I gotta take care good. of some stuff. So, man, hey, good show. Yeah, I'm. I'm good talking to you guys. Keep it up. Gentlemen, you know, thank you so I'll, much uh, for calling in. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. All right. Give me a shot next week. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. Let's do it again. Yo. Yep. Yo, Dave. Yes, sir. What's up? Right, yeah. What up? Shout out to Scoop, baby. All right. Peace. <laughs> All right, man. That was good. That was fun. That was fun. <clears throat> I saw uh, the messages coming in from the champ. He was uh Yeah. He was loving it. <laughs> yeah, one of my other boys has been texting me too. He said, God damn, Dave funny as fuck. Well, it's 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 the opinion, man. It's strong and that voice always projects it. It's always, oh, man, it's the always voice, makes the it voice interesting. Is everything, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Well and and the opinion. I like it somebody who's got the strong opinion like that. Come in, say it. And all right, I'm done. Later. 
boom. That that's a that's voice great, for man. Radio. That is a voice for radio right there. That's like great. Man. yeah. Like I'm telling he, you. Yeah, but he could also like narrate narrate a like yes. a movie or like, like, a, like the, a book or fake, something too. The fake narrator stuff you can download for for your apps and shit. Yeah. He, he could do that job. <laughs> Got to do do us a favor. Can you read uh, these three thousand <laughs> words so that we can chop it up and create whatever? For real, create for real. Say. The voice is everything. Yeah, man, you gotta love those opinions. I. uh did just want to say good second show man this was this was a lot of fun um i am really excited to keep going we need more callers next time next week i'm hoping albert calls back i want to chat with him i didn't get to save that number or else i would have called him this week just to say hey week two you're a part of this you know i I mean like i said man he's gonna go down in history any uh, so like for a wrap up thing here, it's twelve thirty nine. Um, anything else that you just been thinking about, concerned about? I mean, anything else for the wrap up, or are you feeling pretty good? You got a good lineup set. You ready? Here's what what I would say. Dalvin Cook stuff is still to be determined. Like. Unlikely to play is sure. different from out. Yeah, and it's a 4 o'clock game. So right, exactly, exactly. So that, that's still a big thing hanging out there that we're not going to be able to cover before 1 o'clock. That, that's True, but, but, but who do you have? Who do you have? I mean, <clears throat> assuming you have uh, Madison as the handcuff, that's not a problem. Same team, same game, same time. Yeah. I mean, who do you who are you willing to put in? Like, what tier of guy are you willing to try to put in if you don't well, have a Madison? Though, I mean, because you, you can't gamble. There's too many games at one o'clock. You kind of have to be uh, yeah to either commit or not mind, now, right I, now. I, okay, so in in my case, I don't have Cook. I do have Madison, but right now Drake is in my lineup, who plays also at four o five. I think Madison is four twenty five and Drake is four o five. So. Okay, like, that's, a, that's a lucky break right there. It, it is. Two it, 4 it o'clock is. It, it is. Like, At that level. Had, for, for a person that had two 1 o'clock, like, if if that person has two strong 1 o'clock running backs, play them. That's what I would say. If you if you have a, a nice 4 o'clock guy and you have one of the Vikings, like, yeah, you can kind of wait till 4 o'clock. But if you got to make a go at it now, it's going to be tricky. It's going to be very tricky. Yeah, I can see that, and I think that's just because of the time of the yeah. games. Yeah, that's what I'm that saying. Situation. Like, it really like as far is. as like like wrapping up and things that we haven't fully covered, like that's something that's almost uncoverable at this point in time. All we can do is discuss the affairs as they currently stand, knowing that they will change within the next couple hours here. Sure. All right. Well, we got to be mindful of that. Stay on your uh, fantasy app. Keep keep checking that. Little red injury designator, and uh, I mean that's all we can do. We're all just guys out here trying to do our best, right? We're all just a couple of guys doing our best. Uh, so, uh, really quick, just to kind of end and cap the uh, second episode here, I want to say thank you to IFM Sports Radio for letting us kind of jump on here. Uh, we are available on iHeartRadio. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Intune, 
And we are more than happy to uh, field any questions uh, live if you can't call in, if you're a little stuck and you still want to get that last-minute roster recommendation, uh, you can reach us on Instagram at Brickhouse Fantasy Radio. Um, DC and Kamish here just loving doing this. So thank you guys for calling in, for listening. I appreciate you. And uh, DC, thanks for another awesome show, man. This is bro. This is, it's, this I, is very, I, very I have fun. so much fun with this every week. We're, I mean, you know what? We're here to give people what they want. You know, you got start to advice, add drop questions. Uh, I'll listen. I, I observe the spreads and over unders every week. I wouldn't call myself an expert. I would say, you know, because I watch twelve football games a week, what I know from all that is don't bet on football. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yep. if you would like to have discussions about hearing my outside opinion, it is something that I pay attention to. So we're here for that as well. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, we got callers calling in saying, "Hey, you guys know a little bit about this." We've got I mean, we're hitting it from every angle, and I, yeah. I I like it. I like it. I this think is, job uh, yeah, I do want to. Next week we'll hit on uh, some some of the recaps of what we've been offering up as good advice and whether or not right, we're hitting. Right, Because yeah, I want to, sure I want to, I want to make a nice tally. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mar- Marquise Brown and Rondell Moore combined for six points, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're all the guys doing our best, man. You go, out, everybody, have a nice Sunday. Let's rock. <laughs> Happy Sunday, man. Have a good one, and we're out. Later.